0: To Attack of Viola and Lamar Jackson these guys i mean they have incredible memories like elephants right like they remember these quarterbacks like back to like middle school days because when you're really really good you remember everything and now we get to see two fantastic quarterbacks go head to head in a fantastic week 17 matchup welcome back to BeckQL Daily presented by BetMGM Ed Gross and Aaron Hawksworth here with you the Ravens 3 point favorites over the Miami Dolphins in this one the total has come down slightly from 47 and a half to 47 And like I mentioned at the top here, two quarterbacks who, yeah, they're going up against legit defenses, but we've seen them do it and shine and be successful. Can they do that once again, or will it be one quarterback or neither? And maybe defenses reign supreme. What do you think happens here, Erin?
1: Well, it's going to be fun. Top seed in the AFC is up for grabs here. The Ravens on short rest after they just handled their business against the 49ers. ATS, both teams are at the top of the league at 10-5, and so no edge there. Last year, remember when they played and the Dolphins came back 35-14? They come back being down all those points and end up winning the game as 3.5-point underdogs ultimately, I'm going to be on the Raven side here. Uh, I think the difference could be we've got a bunch of guys on the Dolphins with cues next to their names. Now, I do think Miami, we've talked about this, I think even last week, like they tend to put a lot of people on the injury report, and I think they're just being super conservative. So I'm not going to overreact mm-hmm. too much, but Tua, Mostert, Hill, Waddle all have cues. You, uh, four or five starters on the offensive line are uh, questionable. So I'm not going to look too far into it, but I think there could be something there. And then the only one that's really a concern on the Ravens side is safety Kyle Hamilton. Now, he's been phenomenal. He had the two interceptions. He was all over the place defensively against the Niners. And now he's got some knee issues. That's not good. But I think there's more injury questions on the Miami side. Uh, So I'm going to go Ravens minus three, a little bit of a revenge spot because of what happened last year. I don't think they got that sour taste out of their mouths.
0: It is funny that this is not a division game, but in some ways it feels like one because there is so much familiarity. And the fact that the Ravens just came off of playing the 49ers and then they're, going to get a similarly built offense that they're going up against and yeah the ravens have been just been put in a grinder lately in terms of all the great offenses that they've gone up against but hey look they've risen to the top for a reason they have been there and they've you know, looked at these challenges uh, straight into the eyes and they've been uh, very, very good as far as that's concerned. Now, not having uh, their full complement of safeties, that does matter in a game like this because of how well they utilize them. So that's a big deal. My model doesn't necessarily like picking a side here. It, it has Baltimore minus 2.8. So when it was at three and a half, then probably backing the Dolphins would make a whole lot of sense. But now I'm kind of shying away from that idea. But there are lots of great props in, in, as far as this game is concern that I definitely like and what's fascinating to me in terms of analyzing what Lamar Jackson can do in this game as far as looking at that side of the ball is yes this Dolphins defense has certainly gotten a lot better and quarterbacks are afraid to throw in Jalen Ramsey's direction and that all makes a ton of sense and I wonder too that yes Lamar Jackson is the front runner to be MVP for a reason but the fact that the counting stats and the efficiency stats do not necessarily yell at you. They don't jump off the page to say, yes, Lamar Jackson is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. I wonder if some point that catches up to him and that maybe now is the time going up against a really feisty Dolphins defense that, yeah, they came off of beating the Cowboys. We can't say anymore that Miami doesn't doesn't do well against stiff competition. Like, that stigma's gone. Now they can go up against the Ravens and showcase once again what they're capable of. And I think also what matters here is you look at this Dolphins offense like, yeah, it it can slow down at times. You can disrupt the timing of Tua, but sometimes you can't. Like, I look at what the Ravens have done against uh, quick passes, and they've been good. Like, ninth in terms of defensive success rate. Uh, They were also 13th against outside zone runs. Like, they're good, but they're not phenomenal. Just like when we look at Lamar Jackson's counting stats, they're good, but they're not phenomenal. And I wonder if at some point there is some kind of weakness that we see in a contest like this one to where the Dolphins are able to exploit it and keep this game close.
2: Yeah, the the area I have circled, and I love this spot for the Dolphins. I've been saying it all week, which has really just been the last 24 hours. But – coming off that (laughs) huge win in san francisco look aaron you mentioned it they're all banged up across the board uh the dolphins are Mm -hmm. but with raheem mostert out the ravens surprisingly as good as that defense is and ed you kind of talked about this their run defense is not they haven't been not good they've been terrible over the second half of the season they are bottom half they are bottom five rush defense and epa per play Give me some Devon Achan. I have not seen a number posted yet, but I'll definitely be playing his mm-hmm. props. I think he could have a big game. And also something to mention about Baltimore. They're tied for first in turnover margin. They have the most takeaways in the NFL. Like Miami's very much middle of the pack. If that kind of turnover luck evens out a little, like Miami basically stays where they are in the middle and Baltimore doesn't have a high takeaway game. Like a little turnover luck does not go their way. There's still a juice three and a half out there. I play the three and a half. Um, so I... I would still play it at three. I'll be honest. I think the Dolphins are very live to win this game, um, so I am definitely backing Miami. And then, like, if you are looking at if Waddles out, Tyreek a little banged up, like who else do you look at? Uh, you know, as a target for Tua, Durham Smythe, I guess, could be an option at tight end. Cedric Wilson is another guy who's been looking at a little bit, so those could be some some options in the passing game as well.
0: I'm glad you brought up the turnover margin thing because I think this matters a great deal in terms of, say, what you're going to do about Tyree Kill. If this Ravens defense is very much a feast or famine kind of group, where either they're going to get a takeaway or they're going to give up explosives, does that mean you need to look at a Tyree Kill ladder? One number that made sense to me was plus 150 in terms of receiving yards at 4-1. to one. Is that something that you guys might be interested in or maybe adjusting that number in some other way? Because if, say, we look at man coverage, for instance, yeah, the Ravens are really, really good in that department. Third and success rate, I believe, at last check. But it's not 100%. And maybe Tyreek Hill is just that good of a receiver to burn them when they go to man.
1: He did have 99 yards against Dallas. Um, Gosh, I'm trying to see what other really good defenses jets he had over a hundred um yeah i don't hate that against philly he only had 88 but um you said one how many what was you want to so, do 50. alt number on tyree yeah that's too many yeah. for me i that's i would consider ridiculous. it and here's
2: why because as i'm trying to throw out like cedric wilson and durham Smythe, i'm kind of like i mean these are names I don't love any of it so if Tua just plays the hits and goes to his guy like that that's the case with Waddle out so like I I think I if I had to choose between trying to play pass catcher roulette with one of the other guys or just be like you know what Tyreek 150 plus I think I would go with the Tyreek 150 plus at four to one or honestly 125 plus the two to one's not bad either
1: I feel like saying Tua play the hits against this Ravens defense is a little disrespectful Paul Come on!
2: No respect. I love the Ravens <laughs> for Monday night. I love the Ravens <laughs> for Christmas night. But Christmas is over. This is the time for the Dolphins.
0: <laughs> Happy uh, New Year. <laughs> that's, that's. I just think he'll find a way to get
2: open. I think he'll find a way to get open. But like, I think, I think mm-hmm. after talking through this a little bit, it'll be Tyreek and it'll be A. Chan is where I'll be looking.
0: And that's just it. Like, if, if you think that the Dolphins can win this game or you want to side them to cover the number, won't it be because of the star players? Like, even though, you know, Mike McDaniel is, is very innovative and all about the quick game, all of that stuff, at the end of the day, it's still the stars. And it's how they get open and how they get utilized. It's not so much some random person coming in and dropping triple digits. No, it's Tyree Kill going crazy. I mean, I'm looking at uh, Air Yard Share or Team Air Yard Share right now. And yeah, I know that Tyree Kill has kind of fallen off a little bit. Uh, he's now, say, seventh in the NFL in that department. But he was leading the league for a little while. And I wonder if some point there is kind of a bounce back opportunity to where he suddenly becomes the guy again. And maybe it happens in this big stage.
2: So mm-hmm. to Aaron's point and Aaron, I want you to weigh on this as well. Like maybe they don't let Tyreek beat them deep. Look, the guy can get open, but again, with like your other options are Derm Smythe and Cedric Wilson, and what river Craycraft or whatever. Is it alternate Mm -hmm. receptions that we should be looking at instead? You can go 10 plus at plus 270, 11 plus at four to one, 12 plus at plus 630, 13 plus at plus 880. They're going to get them the ball somewhere or another. It might not be for a shot play, but like, you know, underneath a little bit. What about like longest reception? Longest
1: reception? Could that. I might look at that one. Because I also liked your initial thought on looking at Dolphins running backs like Achan to have a game as opposed to yeah. Tyreek. I might stay away from Tyreek. I do not
2: see numbers for him yet, but they're probably waiting for Mostert to be ruled out,
0: and then they'll
1: yeah. figure that out. I think Achan you... might be the look here.
0: Real quickly, if we expect the ravens to win this thing are there better ways to bet that result like say the bills at plus 240 to win the division for instance
2: yeah i mean then it comes down to next week i'm assuming they beat the patriots obviously yeah exactly
1: or tua mvp you ready for that paul
2: (laughs) i might have to right i might although if we're talking about a Tyreek game, does he get back into the conversation if he's doing one of these 150 oh. games? I don't know. Or at I least still the i still
0: think it quarterback award. Yeah, I'm still stuck on a QB. I, I couldn't do it. This is BeckQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, a handful of teams still alive in the AFC playoff race. We'll get to those right here on the BeckQl Network.